There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. NFL Films' new Barry Sanders documentary, Bye Bye Barry, is now streaming on Amazon Prime Video just in time for Thanksgiving. I spoke with executive producer Ken Rogers about the greatest running back I ever saw, as well as his shocking early retirement just before breaking Walter Payton's all-time rushing record. Ken Rogers, I am the executive producer of Bye Bye Barry and a vice president here at NFL Films. Yes, and the new NFL Films documentary, Bye Bye Barry, uh, the Barry Sanders documentary, it's now streaming on Amazon Prime, uh, just in time for Thanksgiving, perfect release date, I mean, the Lions always play on Thanksgiving, so well done on that, but man, I gotta say, I watched this last night, and it, it brought back so many good memories, I mean, Barry Sanders was always my personal favorite running back, and for anyone that, you know, watched football in the 90s, there was always that debate, right, like, Emmett has the all-time record, but Barry was easily better, he just, if he had the line that Emmett Smith had, he would, he would be the record holder, but anyway, yeah, <laughs> So, yeah, tell, tell me about the tagline, the greatest mystery in sports history, his early retirement. You know, why is that? That's the perfect angle for this. Yeah, you know, uh, there's tons of nostalgia with this film. Certainly his running style and everything is uh, unparalleled. You don't you don't see players like this anymore. Uh, no running back has moved the way he moved. And he was he was inscrutable. It was hard to pin him down on the football field. And it was equally un, uh, equally difficult to pin him down off the field. He was very reticent to be in the spotlight. He, he was uh, not into personal glory. And at the end of his career, he followed through with that personality trait. Instead of going to uh, the facility and having a press conference, instead of going on ESPN or having a big media availability, he faxed a retirement letter to his hometown newspaper in Wichita, Kansas, and then got on a plane and escaped to London for two weeks to just walk around by himself. Uh, no one has ever run like Barry and no one has ever run away from the game like Barry. It's It, it was a, a crazy retirement uh, story. And we just felt like reliving that and bringing him back to London as part of the film with his four sons who just grill him about why he retired and why he left to go to London was the perfect way to look back at that inscrutable decision and um, and try to pin that down Barry Sanders for the first time and try to understand him because his retirement is hard to understand. Oh yeah, and 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 fueling that hard to understand retirement is is the fact that he was so close to breaking Walter Payton's all-time rushing record. I mean, when he retired in, what, 1999, he was just 31. Uh, I think he'd had, you know, 10 seasons. Um, I think he was the first 
running back to do a thousand yards in 10 straight seasons. Like no one had ever done that. So like, we were like, okay, he, he's still in his prime. He can keep doing, he's going to get that record either next year or maybe two more years, whatever uh, at that pace. And then to suddenly see him, uh, you know, just say, all right, that's it. I'm done. I mean, it, it was, it was shocking to all of us who, you know, were, I, I had his Jersey, you know, we, we, we were blown away, <laughs> but do you, I mean, yep. it almost sounds like, you know, Walter Payton was uh, even surprised that Barry left early. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know that anybody saw it coming. I mean, I think there's a reason for that. And the reason is that um, we as Americans, we really secretly do like personal attention. We like personal glory. We want other people to give us validation that we're that we're good or that we're great or that we're valued. And we tell our kids to not do that. Right. We say, hey. You should do what you love in life. You shouldn't you shouldn't do things to to get uh, fame or get, um, you know, money or get attention. It's about loving what you do in life. It's about being part of a team. You know, you should play sports for the love of the game, not for, uh, you know, personal attention or, or glory. Barry lived that credo. And yet we didn't understand him. <laughs> and so it, to me, it just puts a mirror back on us as a society to say, we're full of it. We're full of it. When we tell our kids, go ahead and, and do things for the love of it, not for the, for the rewards. We want the rewards. And Barry is so great of a person and so honest with his lack of desire for that attention that it, it it made me feel a little guilty as a filmmaker. Like, boy, I'm like, I hope people mention NFL films when, you know, this, this movie comes out. I, I hope we get attention. I hope, I, I hope I'm on, you know, the radio in, in DC <laughs> talking to somebody one day, you know, that yeah. who doesn't want that attention. Barry didn't want that attention. And um, it's a real sociological study of someone who lives the way we say we should live. Um, and we didn't understand it. So shame on us for not understanding Barry Sanders. <laughs> yeah, shame on us for not understanding him. And what I loved about the in the documentary, like to your point, is if you'd watched his life and that was sort of his credo from his upbringing. I mean, we we see a lot of his, you know, his dad's influence on him and everything. But like we should tell you grew up in Wichita, Kansas. What's great is you show that even in high school, he pulled himself out of out, out of a, a game short of a, a state rushing record or whatever. And then, you know, it goes to Oklahoma State. Uh, you know, rushing records and co college records. And he was almost embarrassed to win the Heisman, the draft. He's like, Dan Patrick came and find him. Uh, and then there was what? There was a game early in, was it his rookie year or something like that, where he was five yards rookie. short of it? Yeah. yeah. Single season rushing record. So like, tell our listeners that, you know, the, the clues were there all along, right? We we just kind of, we kind of yeah. woke up to it at the end, but he was he was the same guy all through. Yeah. You know, the, the, they say in storytelling, the best stories are character driven, not plot driven. You know, that's an old chestnut that uh, it was too plot heavy. The characters weren't well rounded. This is the opposite. You know, they're there. Everyone's been looking for this event or this secret or this, you know, life changing information that made Barry walk, walk away. And what it really is at the heart of it is who he always was and the revelation in the film is that of character it's not that of a of a plot point where something happened that made barry sanders walk away what you realize by the end of the film is huh 
knowing Barry now, seeing all the ways he treated football fame and the way he shunned it throughout his life, I kind of get why he walked away now. And it's not something that's a big mystery. The mystery is the character who would do this. Who who would do this? Oh, I now I met Barry Sanders. I understand that he he's always been this way from his childhood when he refused to set a rushing record to the Heisman when he was embarrassed to win it to his pro career when he refused to set records to his retirement when he could have been the all-time leading rusher and decided not to be. Uh, it's a revelation of a type of person that not many of us are. And I think it makes you think when the film is over, it makes you think about your own life and, and your own achievements and realize that maybe they're a little overrated in your head and that maybe uh, you could walk away and still be comfortable with yourself without what other people think of you. And so well said. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And and, and talk about how that teaches sort of a, that lesson in humility. Um, is It was a good influence for other kids coming up, you know, whether they're playing sports or whatever, but how he always would hand after he'd score a touchdown, he'd do this amazing, you know, he'd basically break three DB's ankles and, and this amazing spin move run to the end zone. And then every time he would just pull up and humbly hand the ball to the ref. Um, and you, Jeff Daniels, the actor, says in the doc, um, you know, he said that's the first time he remembers hearing the phrase act like you've been there before. But it's it's so true. You know, you how, talk about how Barry was all about letting the play speak for itself like what what he did between the the you know the sidelines on the on the gridiron spoke for itself he didn't need to he was the opposite he was the anti Deion sanders he didn't need to dance or spike the ball or anything or high step he just handed it to the ref i mean talk about why that's just the ultimate example of humility that's right you know uh there were two sanders drafted early in that draft barry sanders and Deion sanders uh and Deion is an all-timer oh, yeah. all-time maybe still, maybe yeah. one of the best corners of all time but what you remember first about Dion is his celebrating at least i do i think of him crossing the goal line with his hand behind his head and high stepping and you know he was an incredible player barry was the opposite in that you you can't think of him celebrating because he never did all he did was amaze you on the way to the goal line and as soon as he crossed the goal line he would stop, walk, give the ball to the ref, and walk back to the sideline. There wasn't even a fist pump. <laughs> there wasn't anywhere near a spike or a celebration saying, look at me. There was no pointing at the crowd. It, it's, it's cliche now to say, act like you've been there before. But Barry really brought that to the NFL by his actions at the end of a touchdown of just handing the ball to the ref. That's polar opposite from Deion Sanders, and they're both all-timers. But you can see the 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 two poles of 
of NFL personalities. Barry yeah. didn't want attention. And in, in some way, by having no celebration after he scored, it made the runs themselves even more amazing because there it wasn't equaled by this awesome, funny celebration or this outpouring of look at me. All that you could point to was the run itself. And it made the runs even more mythical and, and more fun to go back and watch. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, two sides of the Sanders coin, as you're saying. Well, hey, I know we got to run. So like, real quick, final seconds, like describe, we talked about his cel- lack of celebrating after he scored, but talk about how spe- just his skills. Like, I mean, we anyone that saw it will never forget it. Probably the greatest back we've ever seen, unless you saw Jim Brown, like his father, I guess, maybe, but right. that was before my time, or Walter Payton, of course. But watching Barry... Man, just talk about his juking ability, his breakaway speed. Just, you know, put it into words because that'll be gold for the radio before we go. I'm not sure what Barry was made of. I don't think it was bone and muscle and ligaments and joints because bone and ligament and joints would break on a normal human being if you move the way Barry moves. <laughs> uh, he, he was he was made out of rubber and steel at the same time, he, he was impossible to, to hit and break down. You needed five people to tackle him, and even then you couldn't. And that was if you got your hands on him, because the rubber part was before you got to him. You would take one step, and in that one step, he took three steps around you and was past you before you even realized that he was there. He had the lateral movement of an all-time NBA point guard, on the football field, his ability to move one step back, one step forward, one step left, one step right in a split second and never lose his balance or allow someone to knock him down is unprecedented. No one moved like Barry Sanders on the football field, and I'm not sure anyone will ever move like Barry Sanders on the football field again. Nope. Best I've ever seen. And that's coming from, you know, here in DC was the, we beat them in the NFC championship in 91, but that was the closest Barry yes. ever got sadly, but people, the records and the win loss did not tell the story here. Neither do the stats. Actually, you need to go watch footage of this and, and check out bye bye Barry NFL films on prime this week, you know, over Thanksgiving holiday, uh, because you're going to see some of the greatest runs and you'll see interviews with Dan Patrick and Jalen Rose, Jameel Hill, Emmett Smith, uh, Jeff Daniels, Tim Allen and Eminem, man, you got them all in here and Barry himself too so hey uh thank you so much for doing this it, it, it brought back so many great memories watching this thing well i appreciate you watching and i hope everyone enjoys the film thanks for having me thanks so much for listening to beyond the fame with jason fraley our theme music is scott buckley's clarion remember to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear we'll see you next time 